0: When wine is on trial, the gossip is dishy. Goss. The judges are drunk. Wasted.
1: The verdicts are random. So random. This is True Crimes Against Wine.
0: God knows what's going to happen. Y'all better buckle up.
2: Do <laughs> we need to put like a content warning on the front end of this episode? I think
0: all of our episodes need a content warning.
2: All right. Well, welcome to True Crimes Against Wine. I'm Rachel.
0: I'm Topher. Rachel is our celebrity stalker.
2: Yes, I am. And Topher is our wine expert.
0: Very expert.
2: Yes. He's an alcoholic. It's true.
0: Um, So we are really excited about today's episode. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to switch lanes just a little bit. Mm -hmm. But to kind of recap on, on what we've been doing so far, for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, True Crimes Against Wine is, in fact, a show about wine.
2: Yes. So we like to drink wine, of course, but all of our wines are connected somehow to a celebrity or some sort of pop culture phenomenon. So,
0: yeah. So Rachel uh, has taken the burden on of sourcing these wines and she lets me know ahead of time what the variety is and where it's from so that I can have a little bit of a basis of knowledge going into it. But she never tells me who the celebrity is until after we've tasted it, which is really fun. Yes. Um,
2: It's fun to be a surprise. Yeah.
0: So, so far, we've we've had a really great trek through a lot of uh, California wine country. Mm -hmm. Um, We've also traveled all the way over to Provence, France, and experienced that sun-drenched coast. Uh, And today, Mm -hmm. we have our very first special guest, which I'm super stoked about. Uh, So, we are sitting here with our good friend, Andrea
1: hello all thank you so much for having me
2: today we're so excited Thanks for having you yeah so andrea you are an expert witness but it's not for wine
1: correct yes we are here to talk about gin
2: Woo!
1: <laughs> one of the most beautiful spirits in the world
2: okay we're so excited.
0: i'm excited because gin if i'm not drinking wine gin is my absolute go-to anywhere and i love all the different styles I love learning about the different styles, where they're from. I think that there's a lot of tie-ins that you can do when it comes to specific spirits and the wine world when it comes to terroir and the style of making it and things like that. And so I'm excited to kind of delve into some of that with you and share that with our listeners who maybe wouldn't necessarily think about gin in that way. Um, I'm also excited because Rachel is a self-proclaimed gin hater.
2: Yes, gin is not my favorite, sorry. Yes, (laughs) however,
0: I've been telling her for years that she just needs to try a different style than she's been used to. Mm -hmm. So I think this is going to be a really exciting process
1: for her as well.
2: Yeah, so Andrea, tell us about the gin that you have with us
1: today. Well, firstly, we're going to make you a gin lover. Okay. Uh, I love converting people, so this is exciting. It's a religious experience. You're in a cult now. Yay! Like a gin religious kind of experience. I like that. Fantastic. Uh, so today we're drinking Highclere Castle Gin. This is a relatively newer gin. Uh, it's only about 14 or 16 months old, um, but it has taken the world by storm, which is fantastic. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty, i just like to throw out there that we now have won 18 medals Wow. Wow. Yeah. We, uh, well, we don't count the silver or below, so that's only golden up. Wow. Yes. Oh. And that's. I like that little, like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> First place <laughs> or nothing First for this gin. or
1: nothing. <laughs> I love that. Um, we do have a fantastic tie to, I would say, multiple celebrities. And the fact that we have, of course, the backing from Lord and Lady Carnarvon, the eighth mm-hmm. Earl and Countess of Carnarvon, a.k.a. the godson to the Queen of England. Pretty fancy stuff. Yes. Fancy. Very bougie gin. Uh, so you're starting with the best, essentially. Well,
2: sounds like a good way to start. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, love, I love a drink with a royal pedigree.
0: I mean, can't get much better than that, right? As a
2: resident snob, yes. As, as I, <laughs>
0: unapologetically, yes. I'm obsessed with the British royal family. Love the crown. Love all the documentaries. Bought the t-shirts. I'm into it.
1: I love it. Well, I tell everybody since we use botanicals from the estate itself, every time you drink the gin, you get a little closer to the queen.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. So
1: before we... before we get into the gin, though,
0: I okay. think I think we're we're missing out on a very important celebrity connection here, and that Whoa. is actually Highclere Castle itself. Yes. So. Why, why is that
1: so important? How do you know Highclere Castle? I'm so glad that you mentioned that. It is our number one celebrity uh, itself uh, because they film movies and they film TV shows, particularly Downton Abbey yes. at the estate. Uh, they actually started filming on the second movie already, which is very exciting. Oh, wow. oh. I know there was going
2: to be a second movie. Inside Ooh. info. Yes. Oh, yep. we got the scoop
1: we on do. the Downton Abbey heard it here first. <laughs> so we're really excited about that. Lord and Lady Carnarvon have obviously opened the castle back up to the filming crews and they've already started getting little bits and stuff uh, ready for... Ready for that. So we're really Exciting. excited. Um, but Highclere Castle itself is a 6,000 acre estate. Uh, it's located outside of London. And we do source our botanicals from the estate. Uh, it was really incredible the way that the gin actually came to life with Adam Von Guten, who is our CEO and co-founder, was watching Downton Heavy with his wife, reluctantly. I'm using air quotes here. <laughs> and, uh, he uh, became completely fascinated with the castle itself and watched all these documentaries and did a whole bunch of research. And I kid you not... One day just picked up the phone, called the castle, and said, I want to talk to Lord Carnarvon. Huh. I mean as one does. As one does. <laughs> and lo and behold, they were like, Yeah, okay. So within just Wait, a
2: can few we weeks, can we do this
1: now? I might <laughs> call them and be like, we would love to be sponsored. <laughs> yeah. By you personally. Thank you. Um yeah, I literally my first thought when I heard that was, why did I not think of this? I love gin and Hello, come on. Yeah. yeah. So um but you know, lo and behold, two weeks later they were actually over at the castle and they're walking the grounds and Adam knew in the back of his mind that he wanted to do something with Lord and Lady Carnarvon. He said, I don't know really what I want to do, but I know that it's going to be big. And so they're walking the field and they're walking through, you know, lavender that was placed there in the ninth century by the bishops of Winchester. Wow. Going through the orangery in the back, talking about this really beautiful orange that only grows at the castle. And Adam was like, oh my goodness, we're in London and we have well growing juniper and all these amazing botanicals. We need to make a gin. Mm-hmm. And Laura Carnarvon's like, well, that just sounds fantastic. <laughs> so four years worth of development. And we finally get to where they're ready to bottle. And Laura Carnarvon said, it's good, but it's not finished. And everyone thought he was crazy. You know, we've been working on this for four years. We need to go ahead and bottle this and get it to the public. And he said, I have an idea. Well, real quick, Laura Carnarvon is an equestrian lover. Anything horses is just his thing. And on the estate, they grow this special oat strain, which has been there for hundreds of years. And he said, I think we should use the oats in the gin. And I was like, well, we're already distilling it from something else. Why would we go and start from the beginning again? And he said, no, no, no. I don't want to distill it from the oat. I want to use the oat as a botanical. Hmm. Which is something that's completely unheard of in the gin world. And everyone fought him on it, but they tried it and he was completely right. And what it does is it gives the gin a really incredible very smooth and creamy mouthfeel, and it takes off any presence of alcohol. So all you get is this beautiful citrus and floral forward gin with a nice touch of juniper on the back end.
0: It's It really is an exquisite gin. Uh, the first time that I tasted it, it had either just come out or was just about to come out, and Andrea was generous enough to let me try some with her. And I remember the first thing that I said about it was like, as a gin lover, I'll drink gin any way that it comes. But this is the first gin that I ever tasted like a, a neat drink, just warm, no ice. And I was like, oh my God, that's smooth. That's so mm. like, you could just drink it like that and it would be fine. Having said that, there's a lot of other applications we're going to get into as well, but let's, let's taste it.
2: All right. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So can you also, as we're about to do this, tell us a little bit about the proper way for someone to taste liquor. Cause I know it's different than
1: wine. Absolutely. So with wine, you're really going to want to swirl. But with spirits, you don't need to do that. When you swirl a wine, you're releasing a lot of the alcohol so that you can get some of the other flavors off of that. We don't need that help with spirits because they're much higher in alcohol. So that's the first thing. If you want to roll it to help open it up, that's fine. But never swirl it. Okay. Uh, And additionally, when you go to smell a spirit, you want to make sure that you're keeping your mouth open just a slight amount, because if not, you're going to burn the receptors in your nose. So. Do a nice pull-in and what are you getting right on the nose there? Oh my god. I smell the like <laughs> juniper. <laughs> uh juniper and, and I'm getting that that orange, like orange zest kind of thing too. Absolutely. Any of the lavender coming out to you? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: It's just so serene. It I smells know. like a lovely perfume. <laughs> it really does. It does. Nice bouquet for you to just really pull so much from. And then on that first sip, you're gonna get so much of the spices that are in the gin. Have you thought about doing a scented candle with this? That is a great idea. (laughs) Why have I not thought of this?
2: All right. We're trademarking that right now. Nobody can steal that idea. That's so smart. Why did I
1: really not think of that? Uh, Okay. Ooh. That's lovely. So you love it.
2: Yes, I do. All right. Podcast done. We solved it. (laughs) Rachel (laughs) Lange's gin now.
0: I love it. Do you think that that is because the juniper is so subtle? Like, what is it about other gins that you haven't learned? So
2: smelling this i smell the juniper but i don't taste it as much um and i think you're right tover with other gins like there's obviously the juniper smell there but then it's also so overpowering in the yeah. taste that i felt like i'm drinking a christmas tree almost or i'm like oh, this is too much
0: and so some this people is some people love that but it is a very polarizing flavor and i think that a lot of people have probably given up on a gin prematurely because all they know is tanqueray and bombay sapphire mm-hmm. and beef eater and you know some of those Really hard errors that are inundating the market. And those are great gins too, especially if you do love that flavor. But if you don't, don't give up. Like there's so many other ways to do this.
1: So absolutely. And what we're seeing now, which is really exciting, is we're converting people that maybe have had, I get this all the time, but the bad experience. Yeah. They maybe stole something from their parents' liquor cabinet yeah. and had a bad night. And it ruined gin for all of them for the rest of their lives. And I'm like, well. put the brakes on let's talk about this Mm -hmm. and let's have an opportunity here to create a discussion where we're talking about how these newer style of gins are a lot more approachable for for palettes and if you try one gin that doesn't mean you're gonna hate all the other gins because there's just so many different styles out there Mm -hmm. if you like citrus forward there's that if they if you like something that's a little more cinnamon and allspice they have something that so it's like the one spirit fits all kind of thing it
0: really is yeah um I've had someone explain early on in my my learning about drinking when I was in my early 20s, um, talking about gin that, you know, a lot of people gravitate more towards vodka when they first start drinking because it's this very flavorless, neutral spirit and it's super easy to do a lot with. Yep. Yep. And gin is like the sophisticated older sister or cousin to that because there's just so many ways that you can infuse that and uh, create these herbal kind of undertones.
2: So gin's the grad student where vodka's the freshman at college? (laughs) Definitely. I think that's a great analogy. (laughs) I
1: like that. I like that a lot.
2: (laughs) So what are some things that you would expect us to get from the taste right now? Uh,
1: tasting on its own. I pull out so much of that lavender and citrus still that we've really got on the nose. I really catch so much of that on the palate. Um, with the oat inclusion, mm-hmm. can you feel how creamy it is and silky? It's so
2: smooth. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't burn at all mm-hmm. going down. So that was a delightful surprise. Yeah, was so smooth.
1: We do get a lot of times, like Topher mentioned, you know, people will try it and they'll say, well, not only do I now like gin, I can also drink this straight. And we mm-hmm. get that so often, which is something that, you know, they should be very proud of. Absolutely.
2: So I have a technical question. Sure. If
1: you are drinking gin straight, do you put ice in it or is that a faux pas? It's definitely not a faux pas. Okay. And gin is just the forgiving friend. It You can drink it any way you want to. Okay. I personally leave a bottle in my freezer and yeah. I'll pour it either over a large rock or just right into a martini glass. Okay. Um, but then I also keep... Pre-made French 75s in my freezer and add bubbles nice. when I go to drink those. That right there is a pro tip. I hope yes. that all of you at home are taking notes. Yes. Andrea
0: does not come to play.
1: I do not. And when I come home, the last thing I want to do is spend 10 minutes making a cocktail. I just want to grab and go. And yeah. that just seems to work really well.
0: I actually have a neighbor that lives uh, downstairs from us in our building, and she posts on Facebook every Sunday um, a cocktail or a spirit that she's enjoying that day um, at her Sunday Fun Drink Fest. And uh, it's always really fun. But she, at my recommendation, had tried the High Clear Castle Gin a few months ago and then posted that she was disappointed in it. I can't remember what what the cocktail was that she had used it for. But I think that she wasn't expecting it to be so subtle and sophisticated. And the cocktail she was making, obviously, would be much better with like a Plymouth or a Beefeater. So I told her, hey, listen, you've got a whole bottle of it. Don't give up on it drink it over a large rock with an orange twist and a sprig of
1: rosemary. And -hmm. she messaged me back immediately. She was like, oh my God, this is like a completely different gin from what I tried before. Absolutely. You know, we do find that you don't have to add a lot to it. Um, You know, it's really fun to mix. But since it is so beautifully balanced and subtle you, it can get lost among other ingredients. so i'm hoping that today when you try the cocktails that you can still get enough of the gin that comes through yeah so nice. absolutely i'm
2: excited for the cocktail so andrea's prepared two different cocktails for us to try like a warm weather and a cold rather weather is that correct
0: yeah like a spring uh summer and winter kind of situation absolutely and i hope you love them oh i'm sure we will this is already
2: very nice so yeah. far just sipping on this gin
0: Um, Well, do you want to go ahead and get started on making the the summertime cocktail? Absolutely. Okay. So tell us a little bit about what it is.
1: Mm -hmm. So my absolute favorite cocktail in the world is a French 75. Mm -hmm. I think that honestly, when it comes down to it, it's adult lemonade with bubbles in it, people. Let's get real. I mean, that's why I keep them prepped in the house at all times. Plus what I love about it is that you can really move it around for the season. So Mm -hmm. if you want to keep some for... Say, Christmas time, throw some cranberry in there. Mm. You okay. want to do something mm-hmm. for like a luau, just put a little bit of pineapple juice in it, a little bit of orange juice. You can change it to any way you want to, uh, you know, to suit the season, the event, you know, your Sunday fun day, you know. Put some orange mm-hmm. juice in there and it's now like a mimosa French 75. So today I wanted to make a version that has a little bit of a twist. So usually we would just use simple syrup, but okay. I'm actually going to use a honey syrup. Ooh. And what that does is that it brings out even more of that lavender and more of the uh, citrus notes. Okay. So, and how
2: much gin are you putting into the shaker right you
1: now? 600 ounces. More. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm numbers. It's I was like, two oh, okay, balls got it. gin and. Uh, no, so we're going to do an ounce and a half of gin each. Okay. And then we're going to squeeze in some yummy lemon. Okay. Which is about a half an ounce. Okay and this is nice and fresh because you don't want to use that canned stuff because it does not taste good It does nice no. definitely you can see a huge difference a nice fresh lemon you don't really have to think about any other flavors going into that i mean you're like okay it's a lemon we, we know what's going on here yeah <laughs> and then we have our beautiful honey syrup which i'm also going to use a half an ounce of
2: okay
1: Ugh, don't break things in here that's <laughs> oh,
2: fine <laughs> I think the gin is probably the most expensive thing in this room right
0: now. <laughs> Where can you find this gin? Is it sold at most good liquor stores?
1: It is. Yeah. We, um, you know, just being in the market for a year, it does take a little bit of time to, you know, get into the market, but we do have really great representation. We're not in all 50 states yet, but we're getting there. Okay. So we're really excited about that. Just do whatever,
2: whenever you need. Okay. Whenever it's easiest like to get stuff
1: in there. It's good been here.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm so excited that you're converting to, to a gym lover.
2: This has got me convinced.
1: Honestly, it's incredibly smooth.
2: When you were talking about it, I was like, oh, I don't really know. I don't. I don't <laughs> quite believe that, but it
1: is very smooth. So
0: and it has. Oats as one of the distillants, so it's technically part of a balanced breakfast. Am yes. I right?
1: I would say that it's healthy for you.
0: Yeah, well,
2: yeah, we all agree on
0: that. Botanicals are <laughs> very healthy for you. Like you get in the oranges, you've got your like citrus, your vitamin C. Um, you've got the lavender, which is really good for blood pressure and calming and helping with your anxiety.
2: All right.
1: You know, one thing a lot of people don't do is dilute their cocktails properly. Um, when you are making a cocktail, the reason why you shake or stir a cocktail is to not only obviously cool the cocktail down, mm-hmm. but also to ensure that you're adding a dilution or what that does for the cocktail itself is balance it out. Okay. So, you know, having the ice inclusion in there isn't just to, to cool the drink. It really is, It has a. it's a vital part of any very well-made balanced cocktail. So we're just going to pour this beautiful mixture into some beautiful flutes, and you're going to hear a nice little pop here in a second, and I call that the pop of happiness. Yes. (laughs) So when you guys uh, were so nice enough to bring me in for today, I was like, well, at least one of the cocktails has to have some sort of wine in it. Absolutely. All right. And especially a bubble, because who doesn't love a bubble? So what are you adding in right now? So this is just a nice, dry, sparkling wine. Um, No champagne here, because I'm not that fancy. Um, But, you know, you don't really want to put, like, a 50 or $60 bottle of champagne in this. I mean, maybe you do, but I'm just not that rich, so.
0: <laughs> Who can say what Lord Carnarvon does for his right. seventy five?
1: Probably. They probably have something that isn't even labeled that their yeah. friend gave them somewhere.
0: So you mentioned earlier uh, his love of horses. Yes. And I feel like I read somewhere that it was either his father or grandfather that was actually the, like basically the caretaker manager of the queen's racehorses is that right That's,
1: yeah so the family does help maintain the queen's horses they actually take the oats and they use that to feed the queen's horses so the same oat in the same stand? oats so this really is like oh, the separation runs so fast Rachel. oh
2: my gosh i'm so
1: excited <laughs> the separation between all of us and the queen is now like i don't know one yeah <laughs> one bottle wow well, while,
2: while we're getting these ready thank you Um, little side note story. I did a semester at St. Andrews when Prince William was there, but I never met him. So I feel like I was this close to getting into the royal family, but it just didn't quite work out. We
0: like to think that he like saw her across like the dining hall and was going to come up and say something to her. But then like one of her male classmates came over to ask her a question about like algebra or something. And Prince William was like, oh, yeah. no, she has a boyfriend. And, like, and she's
2: so good at math. Oh. How can I compete? She's so good. <laughs> I was like, you can't, buddy. Sorry. All right.
0: Sorry. Well, cheers. Like cheers. Cheers. All right. English 75.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that is delightful. This is lovely. It's so delightful. Mm-hmm. You get the gin, the honey comes through. The, honey's mm-hmm. the honey is great. honey oh. is great in it. Isn't that beautiful? Especially with the bubbles. Adult lemonade with bubbles, It really people. is growing like yeah. lemonade, yes. Yeah. 100%.
2: Can we sell this on like a lemonade stand? <laughs> but for more than like a quarter of a glass, obviously. Yeah.
0: I mean, the question isn't so much can we, but-
1: Should we? Should yes. We. Yes, we should. I have a feeling if I tried to do that, that I would be like the one that like ended up like sleeping behind the little stand, like <laughs> after about three or four of these. <laughs>
0: Definitely. Oh yeah, because you
1: could pound these back so easily. That's the dangerous yeah. part of the cocktail.
2: Well, it's the fun part of the cocktail, I would say. Mm. So, the Honey Simple syrup is delightful
1: in this. Yes. And it's just so easy to make. That's what I love. It's mm-hmm. just equal parts honey and water. And you have a really oh. nice, fancy little syrup. Mm-hmm. And all the different honeys out there now make it really fun because of the flavor profiles. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. So, is this like a local honey to Atlanta or just whatever honey you
1: I got it at the beford Farmer's Market, which okay. is like... For listeners everywhere, Uh, it is located outside of the Atlanta, about 20, 30 minutes, and it is worth every minute on the way up there, because this magical store has anything you could possibly want. Yes, it's the best.
0: And it's so much cheaper than when you go to other places. Like, I get a lot of Mm -hmm. my um, spices and herbs and teas from there, because they sell them in those, like, big Tupperware containers for, like, $3, and then you've got, like, a year's supply of loose-leaf tea. It's fantastic. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. The produce section is where I really... Mm -hmm. I just lose myself for hours there. Because we've got so much stuff that I've never even seen before. Like, we'll be shopping sometimes, and I'll think, oh, I should totally, like, get this and take it home. But I have no idea what it's called or how to eat it.
2: (laughs) But it looks fun.
0: But it looks so much fun.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions just in in the cocktail and liquor realm. Um, Because one of my pet peeves back when I was waiting tables in a really nice restaurant was we would have a craft cocktail menu mm-hmm. that we put a lot of thought and effort and time into, and then people would be like, oh, well, I want that, but instead of the gin that you've selected, just use whatever vodka. Why is it, in your opinion, so important to think about the liquor that you're basing the cocktail off of? Can you just switch out even different types of gin? Like, what what
1: happens? That is a really great question. Um, I have accounts that actually ask me this question quite a bit. And, you know, even if I'm out with friends, they know not to do this anymore. But a few Mm -hmm. years ago, it was a big issue when we would go out and they would order a cocktail that was meant to have a beautifully well-crafted gin in it. And they would Mm -hmm. ask for vodka. And I said, do you realize that you're stripping away flavor? You're voluntarily getting rid of flavor out of your cocktail. Mm -hmm. Um, Why why don't you just try it with the gin? And it took a little bit of time and a little bit of convincing. But we were lucky enough to, you know, see people say, oh, wow, you're completely right. I was missing out. It's like asking a chef to, I don't know, leave out salt. You know, It's just the idea that you would even begin to want to take out some of the flavor. It just blows my mind, especially when someone works so hard to craft this beautiful cocktail for for the consumer. And the flavors are all, I think, working together so well.
0: Also, you've got to think that it's not just coming up with a cocktail that's part of the labor. Also, a lot of times these bartenders are literally making their own ingredients Mm -hmm. in-house, you know, the syrups and tinctures and things like that, and they're making that specifically to pair with a certain alcohol, Mm -hmm. Um, it'd be kind of like if Rachel comes over to my house, and I'm like, hey, you know, I've told you that I've been perfecting my recipe for chocolate chips, knickerdoodles for the past six months.
2: He has not gotten there yet, by the way.
0: (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Anyway, so now I'm going to like whip up some and pop them in the oven for you to try. And you're Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, that sounds great. But instead of chocolate chips, can you please do cashews? And then all of a sudden I have to put Rachel's body in my freezer, (laughs) which I need that space for ice cream. So you can see what an asshole she is.
2: Yes, exactly. (laughs) So the lesson here is don't kill Rachel. (laughs)
0: Lesson here is Rachel, don't get killed.
2: (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: (laughs) I love that. I love that so much.
2: (laughs) So are all of the ingredients grown at High Clear Castle, like, 100%? Because I know you mentioned earlier about, like, the citrus and the lavender and the juniper.
1: Uh, So the majority of them are. Now, some of them obviously don't grow well in that area. Mm -hmm. Um, And they actually can't use some of the juniper that's actually on the estate because it's protected. So, we do source a handful of things, but, you know, the ones that really shine through, like the oranges and the lavender, they absolutely do come from the estate. That's really amazing. Why is the juniper protected? Is it, like, a specific type of juniper that's, like, endangered? Exactly. Yeah, it's something, well, with the estate being owned by the Carnarvon family since the... 1600s. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are things on there that you know would have otherwise been demolished or that's crazy. Yeah, it's just killed out in the natural in the natural world, and so they have things on the estate mm-hmm. that are protected. So now when I really want to taste
2: that juniper. Every- I know I can't because <laughs> I can't, right? Yes.
1: forbidden fruit. I said the same thing.
2: Yes. <laughs> so when are
0: we all going? And staying at Highclere Castle yes. and taking a tour
1: of the grounds and all. For, for
2: research purposes. Yeah. I, I professionally professionally.
1: <laughs> we um yeah, I have not been over there yet. We um I was hoping to go this year at some point, but with COVID it was just, you know, not not an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. today I saw on their feed that they're actually hosting their first Christmas walkthrough and so the public comes through and they get to see all of these trees. And I think they have upwards of like fifty or something trees throughout the castle. Wow! Incredible, like blows my mind. Now are these
2: Christmas trees?
1: They are Christmas. Okay, trees. No, they're, they're, they're not. Cons- <laughs> you
2: know what, Topher? Someone's getting murdered in <laughs> I was going to say
1: we're going to find somebody else's body yeah. <laughs> and come to
0: um, So I actually, through Andrea, had the privilege—I believe it was last year—to meet Lord Carnarvon.
2: Oh, fancy man. It was
0: very fancy. We went to the house, the home, private home of the British consulate Mm -hmm. or consul. um, And had a nice little like lunch party, soiree soiree thing. But it was a very small kind of intimate group, which made Mm -hmm. it really fun. Um, And of course, you know, got to meet him, shake hands. He gave a speech, all of that stuff. But I did have a very embarrassing moment
2: Mm, that happened
0: early on. Mm -hmm. Just one that I remember because I was drinking a lot after that. That's fair. So on the way up there, me and Brandon are driving through West Paces where -hmm. where the house was. And I was not feeling well. Like I was nauseous. I had like sweats. My heart was racing. Now, in hindsight, I know that that was like I was having a panic attack, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, Because at that point, my anxiety was just like through the roof. But I was just like, I don't know what's going on with me. So I'm, like, already kind of disoriented anyway. Mm -hmm. And then, like, pounded back a drink immediately upon walking in. And it didn't hurt that we knew the bartender personally as well, because we've worked with her before. Mm -hmm. Um, So she was pouring kind of strong for us. And we're mingling. I'm, like, completely out of it, trying to figure out how to, like, stop my brain from going in all these different directions, as one does during a panic attack. And at one point... Brandon we're standing in a group and Brandon asks Andrea like so how how do we refer to him as we're talking to him
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was like oh we just call him and I can't remember what the f- first name was that I said and there was like an audible gasp in in the group that's standing <laughs> around just like and Andrea's like no, no, no,
1: no. oh honey no <laughs> but
0: I realized I realized I had not actually met Or Carnarvon yet. I had met the British consul, and he told me to call him. I don't remember who
2: it was. Kevin, Richard, or something like that. I don't. Um, He just likes the name Kevin. He's just super into it. It's not even a name, but he really wants it to be.
0: I had just met a British person and just assumed (laughs) that that's who it was, and I was having a fucking panic attack. All right, so like, cut me some slack. I love Topher.
2: I love that in your moment of anxiety. You were like, you know what? You've seen one British person. You've seen them all. <laughs> <laughs> There's old Kev. Hey, dude, what's up?
0: <laughs> we like fist bumps, you know. <laughs> what else? We have our you? own like secret handshake now.
2: We all know that the British are yes. very informal and very relaxed people.
0: <laughs> but I will say this. Apparently, I was actually a hit at this party because. Okay. A couple of weeks later, mm-hmm. Ooh. we get a package in the mail. Lovely. And we got an engagement present from Lord Carnarvon with a handwritten card congratulating us
1: What our was engagement. your present? That's
2: delightful.
0: Uh, it was actually, it was a bottle of high clear gin and it was in this really beautiful white box that has like velvet inside, and it was, no, silk inside mm. The a big velvet like sleeve on it. It was very, very nice. And then the card was very nice and heartfelt too.
2: Well, that's lovely. It was all
0: like, congratulations on your engagement. What, what? And... <laughs> Feel free to join us for a spot of tea at the castle <laughs> if you're ever in the area. And sorry
1: about your government, cheerio.
2: <laughs> sorry
1: about your government, cheerio. Trevor, that wasn't just any bottle. That was one of the first 500 bottles off the line. I still have it. That's great. Did you drink it? I drank it, but I still have the bottle. The bottle, bottle, I have the bottle.
2: bottle. <laughs> in yeah. the boxes. Just to is, to be yes, clear. Yeah. I've got it in
0: the box still.
2: The gin's not in the bottle, but the bottle is still in <laughs> yes. its home.
0: I'm going to take my current bottle and pour it into that
2: bottle. Just keep. Putting stuff into that bottle. Yes. Okay. Yep. Are you going to clean it? No. Oh, why would you? I would never wash it. <laughs> no. Like
1: cast iron skillet. Yeah, exactly.
2: We're just seasoning
1: it. <laughs> We're seasoning this, this gin bottle. This is how we do
0: things in the South. All right.
2: <laughs> so I think now that you are married, mm-hmm. you need to write to Lord Carnarvon again. I should. Um, So, like, hey, where's my wedding gift, dude? Well, apparently I can just
0: call him up on the phone and be like, I need to speak to Lord Carnarvon.
2: Um, Put Kevin on the
0: phone.
2: Where's Kevin? He'll know who this is. (laughs) So once you call Kevin up, I think your wedding present, and this includes me and Andrea as well, we all get to be extras on the next Downton Abbey film.
0: I think that's great. That's a beautiful idea. I also feel like the least that he can do for embarrassing me at his party obviously. by making me mistake his identity for somebody else right? Um, is that because our friend Sonia, she had four weddings, Ugh. which was excessive. One so for well, each season? Well, obviously we have to have five weddings now. So one of those well, weddings should hopper. be Sonia at Highclere
1: Castle. Ooh, oh, God. Yes. Let's do that. Yeah. I think you should really propose this.
0: I'm gonna call you. Yeah.
1: Let's get Kevin on the line right now. Can you get
0: Kevin on the phone, please?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is it who wants to be a millionaire? You get to phone a friend. <laughs> like, um, I'm gonna call Kevin. <laughs> Hell no, going
0: to call my very
1: close friend Kevin.
2: <laughs> Kev, what's up, man?
1: I'm kind of like worried. Should I like actually? Tell you his real name? Like, so no, his name is George. No, in our, in right? our minds, no, he's Geordie. Kevin now. Jordy? Jordy.
0: That's so cute. Yeah,
1: as good as Kevin.
2: Well, he lets <laughs> me
0: call him Kevin, because we're close like that.
1: That's only for very close friends. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. That's
0: right. Um, also, uh, he was married to a princess in his first marriage, an Italian princess.
1: Ooh. Ooh, what
2: happened?
0: They got divorced.
2: <laughs> I was <laughs> going to say spaghetti overdose, but that's right, not... Well. <laughs>
0: Oh, no. oh, and then on the medical chart, the abbreviation is just spaghetti. I'm here for the rest of the podcast, folks. And it's only going to get better with the next cocktail. Oh, so,
2: yeah. The gin is going down really nicely, in case our listeners cannot tell. <laughs> um, and we're kind of devolving into madness as we usually
1: do. This is what they're here for. This is where we, we get really fun. So it's okay. It is. I'm really hoping that the people that are listening to this are drinking along with us. I, really I mean, hope Kevin's listening.
0: <laughs> On his wireless in the saloon. That's what British people call their formal. Big it's, room. A it's, it's a saloon. It's not a saloon. It's the British way of saying <laughs> salon. It's, I'm very fancy, Rachel.
2: About England.
0: They like their tea in spots, first of all. Perhaps? They also like their dick spotted.
2: That's a little personal.
0: I'm just here to tell you. Spotted dick's a thing.
2: (laughs) That's what you need to tell your doctor.
0: (laughs) No, doctor. Spotted dick is absolutely a thing. It's
2: bougie. It is bougie.
0: Stop trying to prescribe antibiotics to me. I just have a very fancy dick.
2: That's a very English penis. It's very British.
1: Dangling participle,
2: Kevin. Oh no,
1: that's fantastic.
2: All right, I say we finish this cocktail up and uh, go for round two.
1: Yeah, I'm always on board for that. All right, I'm known as the uh, bad influence. I'll take it. I
2: don't think you have to worry about that here. (laughs) I will say that (laughs) I I think we're all equally terrible.
0: (laughs) I've never had an evening with Andrea in which I remember the end of it.
1: Oh, that sounds great. Oh, yeah. We definitely have some fun. Yeah. That's for sure. All right. We always keep it classy.
2: And as we are doing now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do notice that farther along into cocktails that we all get, the... Uh, more exciting the conversation gets. Mm. Yeah, I haven't
0: even finished my first one and I'm already talking about dicks. So I
2: mean,
0: <laughs> God knows what's going to happen. Y'all better buckle up. Do
2: we need to put like a content warning on the front end of this episode? I think
0: all of our episodes need a content warning.
2: That's probably fair. I mean, just to be careful. Yeah. Just to yeah. be safe. You know, I mean, it is a drinking podcast, so children really should not be a part of that. I've always been so... Pro drinking,
0: pro, pro child, pro, pro child drinking. Yeah. No, I've always been so fascinated by like the episodes, not the episodes. The um, the websites that you go to, like if mm-hmm. you go to High Clear Castle's website, you have to certify by just clicking something that you're over twenty one. Right? Mm-hmm. Why? Maybe I'm doing a paper on,
2: on botanicals
0: in gin. Yeah, maybe it's for a science like project, a typical
1: high school assignment. But like, why know? do I have
0: to be over twenty one to start reading about gin?
1: American That's Ian. stupid. Puritans. I mean, I always thought that, you know, I could just lie. You can. All I you have mean, to do is click. But they don't we not know Anything. people under 21 don't lie. No. We know this. They never do. It's a fact. Mm-hmm. Damn religious of All right.
2: So what is the second <laughs> cocktail that you're making for us?
1: Well, so we had our nice spring and summer cocktail. So okay. I thought that I would create a nice little winter cocktail for us. So mm-hmm. this is absolutely one of my second favorites. I mean, come on. French 75 is the first. Let's not forget. Mm-hmm. But... If everybody knows the Negroni, they know that it's delicious. Negronis are amazing. So we are going to make a plan of Negroni. Okay. So usually Negroni is gin, sweet vermouth, and Campari. Okay. But we're going to do the high clear. I pour a little extra high clear because usually do equal parts, but I don't want it to get lost because I've got some big flavors coming up here. Okay. So we're going to add in uh, one and a half ounces of the gin. Okay. And we're going to put some of this delicious Aperol in here. And...
0: Uh, Talk to our listeners a little bit about the difference between Aperol and Campari.
1: Aperol is the, as we call it, the sweeter sister to Campari. Mm. It's not as bitter, which, you you know, a lot of people really appreciate. Yeah, Um, I I certainly do. (laughs) Just to make sure that we're not blowing the palate out with a lot of bitterness. Mm -hmm. I personally love Campari, but, you know, some people don't don't like that much bitter. So uh, we're going to go with Aperol. Uh, And then we're going to give a little, I call it a cabin spin. So... I'm gonna let you smell this before I add that in there. Oh, nice! This Ooh. is Saint Elizabeth's allspice oh jam. That
0: smells amazing. it yeah.
1: smell like Christmas.
0: It does. It does. What yeah. is? Is it clove?
1: Allspice. 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 Okay. What is, is allspice? Is
2: it? It's all. Of the is spices. it all of the
1: spices, or is it just one spice? Obviously. It's just one spice. Why is it called allspice? Because it is encompassing all excitement. I don't know. Yeah. I just totally made that because
2: up. Because it has all flavors in one spice.
1: It's got everything. Jalapeno. This
2: spice has cinnamon. everything. <laughs>
1: yeah. this, this spice has everything. Yeah. I would love to know where the name came from. I really would. But I can't get that to you because I don't know. Is spice.
2: So our listeners, if you want to research that and then tell us, we may or may not read what you find out. It I probably depend. will. Okay. Tovert is making a promise that he will read every will read email and Instagram that you sent us.
0: At True Crimes Against Wine.
2: Yep. At gmail.com.
0: And also Facebook.
2: And Instagram. We're not Z- very rich at all with our... <laughs> but we're consistent.
0: <laughs> this feels very sent to Zoom. Do you remember that show?
2: Where it's like the kids are like, Zoom! Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Come on and Zoom, Zoom,
2: Zoom. I don't Zoom. want to talk about Zoom. I've been, been in too many meetings. Ooh, that was is a good this, sound. So
1: this is very, <laughs> so this is very pretty looking. That's fine. So we added a little bit of sweet vermouth on the end there. Okay. And we just gave it a nice stir. We don't shake this one because it's just all alcohol, mm. um, which is, you know, my favorite style. Mm-hmm. Um, so we literally just gave this a nice little stir, again, for the dilution, and of course, to chill this baby down for us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a nice garnish. And orange twist, but we're gonna light some stuff on fire. Have you ever
0: Have you ever seen
1: a, a, a fire?
0: Flame? Yes, I've seen fire before. It's this new thing. <laughs> <laughs> Trocoladite, <Tragedy, laughs> am I right? Um have you ever seen a flamed orange happen? It's
2: um, exciting? No. So I guess they have a chocolate so
0: Woo! Isn't that great?
2: Oh my gosh, that was intense.
0: <laughs> I love it. I also love when there's like a new bartender mm-hmm. at the place I used to work. Oh, trying to learn. Trying, yeah. Oh. They go through so many matches.
1: That's the best part. I absolutely love that.
2: So it's just like literally a match with like an orange iron and then it's like a little whoosh. Yeah, so it's expressing peanut.
1: the oils.
2: That sounds like a veterinary term.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <you know. laughs> Oh my goodness, that was perfect. It gives this, to me personally, it gives it such a beautiful smoky note. It's Mm -hmm. just beautiful. You have to allow the oils to warm up a little bit. That's how you really get them to express.
0: I also want to point out that we are drinking these beautiful looking cocktails from Mm -hmm. these equally beautiful rocks glasses that are etched with high clear castle on them because we are fancy like that because Andrea provided us... With some amazing swag, which <laughs> means that she is now currently the best sponsor we've ever had.
2: <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers!
1: Thank right. you.
0: Oh my God, it smells amazing.
1: Doesn't that smell oh beautiful? Oh Don't you want to be in front fire. of a fire reading mm-hmm. a book?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, yes, on a sustainably oh. sourced
2: bearskin rug. Uh, it doesn't have to be sustainable. <laughs> Bears know what they've done, so we don't need. Hate- we're not getting into that conversation once again. Sounds
0: like we've lost our PETA sponsorship now.
2: <laughs> oh, did they sponsor us?
0: They were going to. You didn't tell me, Tucker. And it's fine. I don't want to eat kelp for the rest of my life. That's so. okay.
2: All right. Oh, we've alienated a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> I know you You ran through it as you were making it, sure. but let's do a quick little recap because um, I'm buzzed at this point, so that would be helpful, I think. Um, and hopefully you are at home, too. <laughs> if you've been drinking along, you should be. So this is lovely. Yeah.
1: And so what you're getting there so is that fresh and citrusy, right? Mm-hmm. But still enough like of a smoky and then the yes. allspice is like,
0: hello, Christmas. The allspice is yes. amazing. I never want another
1: Negroni that doesn't have allspice in it. See, I just opened a whole new world for you. Yes, you did.
2: And what's the, okay, so it's not Campari, but it's
1: Aperol. See, so it's it's to, spritz, is that that's it? what they make spritzes out of. That's what they make us spritz oh. with.
2: Hmm. Hence the name.
1: Yes. <laughs> the Aperol
2: spritz. Not a Negroni spritz.
1: <laughs> I mean you could
0: I'm sure that my husband would love a new spreads actually that would probably be just as good. fact real. checkers
2: say that that is accurate yes they do okay alright you know what I think it's time oh, to it cross examine both of you
0: oh okay so she's gonna cross examine both of us mm-hmm.
1: I'm a little terrified you should be <laughs> um, wait here let me take a real wait, wait, okay. okay so
0: I know that I know that Andrea has a cross examination as well, so I think that it would behoove us right mm-hmm. now yeah. to set up the ground rules for this. Okay. For instance, mm-hmm. are we buzzing in?
2: What would you prefer? You uh, want to raise your raise hand?
0: Raise your hand? You want
2: to slap a table? Don't
0: slap a table. No, God. We'll end up not being thing, like, Okay, we're right not
2: going to do that. I know I'm competitive, and I
0: know you're competitive, and that's going to end in, in tears. And, and lost alcohol.
1: Let's okay. just say whoever takes a swig out of the bottle for no, please God. He <laughs> <have to. laughs> yes. Okay. Um, well, I guess we'll raise our hands. Raise okay. your hand. And then you yeah. have
0: to call on the person. Okay. And then if that person gets it wrong, does the other person have a chance to steal?
2: No, not not in my cross-examination. Andrea okay. has her own rules. She's her own woman. She well, can do what she wants. I should be able to steal, I'm just saying. Not in this one, because this is a true-false game, so that okay. would okay. be too obvious.
0: <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so for Andrea's,
2: Okay, so for my game, my cross-examination, I'm going to quiz you on different plot lines from Downton Abbey.
0: Oh, Lord help me. Rachel is ruthless, too, by the way. You should know. I'm
2: going to spin this a is little yarn. On. to get drunk. And you have to tell me if it's true or false. the rules don't make sense. On. If it's true or false. Yeah. The rules are what I say they are. So they're flexible as I go on with my <laughs> drinking or fact checkers. So <laughs> you not need to weigh in on any sort of comments with that. <laughs> so if somebody is raises their hand and they get it wrong, then the other person has to take a drink. Okay. Well, if you didn't you... tell me this at
0: wait, the beginning. Wait. So if she <laughs> answers wrong, I get...
2: No, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> Let me, let me take a step back. So if you weigh in and you it's are wrong, later we you take out a drink. Okay. okay.
0: Wrong answer
2: If you are correct, then the other person takes drink. Okay. So now that I've gotten the rules
1: correctly All right. i have to put a quick disclosure out okay. that every time i was watching down Abby, i was drinking a lot of gin same so i'm pretty sure i don't remember same. how much. okay patient. but
2: how about this we're drinking gin now maybe it's activating the gin part it's, totally like, oh, it's
1: like when you study
0: for a test and you have okay. to be in the same state so it's mm-hmm. like well i have to show, show up shit face for this final exam
1: because that's how i'm gonna remember everything yeah I really hope that you are correct on that, because I'm going to be drinking a lot, if not. I'm okay. I not going
2: to do all of this. I've got six questions for you. Six. Whew. Again, this is a true-false quiz. I will tell you a plot line of Downton Abbey, and you have to tell me if it's a real plot line or when I just bullshit it. Okay. okay. So true or false quiz. I'm getting, I'm getting my question. <laughs> I know. Okay, so what number would we like to start with? One through six is our option.
0: I'll, I'll defer to you okay. to the first. You're a
2: guest, you're an expert witness. And, and we're gets
0: to choose the next number as well. Sure,
2: fair. fair, fair. Uh why don't you just start with the easiest question? <laughs> <laughs> right, number one. Okay, great. Number one. So <laughs> Down Abbey ran for five seasons. Mm-hmm. Okay, in um the early seasons, one or two. I didn't write that down and I kind of forget at this point, so whatever. Mrs. Patmore, the cook, begins to face a physical problem um and it's impacting her cooking abilities the problem is hold on
1: a <laughs> hold your
2: horses Tober just race <laughs> the problem Here is she's losing her hearing so she's not hearing when mr carson asks her to like bring up the pudding or like bring up the goose and so she's fucking up all of these delightful rich people dinners <laughs> so is that true or false uh. Clearly Topher wants to become Uh,
0: so Topher. False.
2: Okay. Do you have any answers? She was
0: losing her sight. She needed glasses. She was putting the wrong ingredients into the food.
2: Can you elaborate?
0: She made a pudding and it tasted awful. Why? Because she put fucking nastiness in it.
2: So she got the ingredient (laughs) nastiness out of the
0: cupboard. She had a whole bottle of it. Um, right. I don't remember what the actual ingredient was, but it was something that was just so, like, why would you put that in this? And it was because it was, like, she couldn't read the labels.
2: Yeah. Okay, so Topher's correct. So you get to take a drink, you oh, Lord, Topher, take a celebratory sip. Yes, yeah, so
0: obviously. I
2: going to happen. So, yes, yeah, she was going blind, and she mixed up the salt and the sugar. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Nastiness. Nastiness.
2: All right. So we kind of we get the hang of it. Yeah.
1: Get the hang. That doesn't mean I'm going to get any right.
2: Okay. we done question I one. I always
1: fail her quizzes, by the way. So like You're doing great so far. There's Thank
2: no you. way to win. Oh. There really isn't, too. There really is not. <laughs> this can
0: only end in drunkenness.
2: Well, yeah. That's what we do. <laughs> so what number would you like now?
0: Wait, I, I won. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: Sessions. I was referring to her because she's a guest in our home. I...
0: I'm also a guest in your home, so how about that? Fine.
2: Okay, what number do you want, then?
0: Um, I would like number two.
2: Oh, going in order. How predictable. (laughs) Okay. So, an early plot line, obviously, at the beginning of the the show, was that Lady Mary, Lady Edith, and Lady Sybil are all single ladies out on the prowl for a husband. They're young, they're horny, they want to get married. We all know this okay
0: that's how it works that's so
2: how it works and th- I mean in the show it's like something like the night started in 1912 in this filming so yeah they, they haven't done anything they want to they want to see what it's like to have a, a little bit of spotted duck so
1: Lady Mary
2: <laughs> a guest in their home at um, Downton Abbey there's a guest who's from Turkey he's a young handsome dashing man so Lady Mary and this Turkish dude hook up but he dies all of a sudden from too much sexiness, I suppose. <laughs> it can happen, y'all. It can happen. So Lady too Mary... Too much spotted
1: dick. Yes. Yeah.
2: So Lady Mary has to get this dead dude off of her. And she needs the help of her maid and her mom to move his body back to his room so nobody knows that she was having sex before marriage. Is that true or false? I'll let you guys raise your hand. All right, Andrew, what do you say? I think that's true. Yes. Yes. That's true. I Congratulations. Hesitated, I
0: hesitated because I was unsure because she's tricky. She's very tricky. So I was like, there could be one small detail in that that is not correct. Like, you I can remember just... if he was from Turkey or not.
2: Okay, Topher, you are putting off taking a drink. So take a drink. And that. you get a celebratory sip.
1: Celebratory sip. Mm-hmm. All
2: right. So, we'll Adrian, now that you are right, very well done. Next question for cross-examination. So, we've done one and two. We've got three, four, five, six left.
0: Four. Oh, mm. Shoot things up.
2: Okay. <clears throat> so, the third daughter, Sybil. She's the wild child of the group. And she's so pretty. Wow. She is the prettiest. She's. Yeah. So, I was re-watching and Abby to prepare for today, and she's just so delightful looking. And a lovely person. And
0: brief sidebar, too. I've watched several British movies recently mm-hmm. that were made in the last, like, two years that she is in, a bitch has not aged. Like, she 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 looks like, probably. She looks amazing.
2: She's pickling herself. With the gin. That is
1: my plan. I say that all the time. I okay. swear I drink so much gin. I have got to be pickled on the inside at this point. It's like when I work out, that's all you smell coming from my pores <laughs> is gin. Well, if it's this gin, then it's like you're wearing <laughs> perfume. So you're welcome, well, like, gold gym. Smelling exactly. Like exactly. You. Right? Aww. Hello. Fitness, you owe me. <laughs> I am getting rid of that nasty smell coming off whoever else is in here. Right. And I am helping y'all. <laughs> you're like
0: drenched in sweat and somebody walks by and they're like,
1: lavender you Lavender, lavender in clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like if I lick you, can I get drunk? I'm like, let's find out. Ooh.
0: <laughs> well, that was a lovely <laughs> event, I will be trying that at home.
2: Thank you. <laughs> so, Topher is going to douse his husband in Jen tonight.
1: That's all right, it's not real right. unless there's pictures to prove it. <clears throat>
2: that will go up on our Instagram. That's our guarantee to you. True crimes against wine, not really, but you can drink. Hey, make fan art. Oh, You're so into that. Send us some fan art. Please also because I would do. love
0: to know what you think each one of us look like.
2: Yes. Very much so.
0: Flattering entries only.
2: Well, that goes without saying. Maybe me only for saying, a spotted dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not Tofer. That is not I did walk angel. into that one. Yeah, They
0: don't know that you don't have a spotted dick as well.
2: Well, I don't. We're, let's just establish that right
0: now. You think she does <laughs> All
2: right, too much? Let's get back because one of you is going to get super drunk in a second. <laughs> All right, so Sybil's the wild young young daughter of mm-hmm. the three of them. All right, and she causes a bit of a scandal with her family when she attends a protest for women to get the right to vote because she decides that she wants to be a suffragette. So raise your hand. Okay, Tover, what do you say, true or false?
0: I say false because that was the middle sister, Right.
2: Ah. You're telling me, buddy.
0: <laughs> you you have to have the answers.
2: I will, but like, are you going to elaborate or explain or like, you're satisfied with your response?
0: I didn't realize that it
1: was an easy question. Answer.
2: Like, <laughs> hmm? So you're wrong. Oh. It is oh. True. It is. Okay, it is. Wait, what did you say?
1: <laughs> did I actually get the question wrong, though? It was not the middle sister. It was definitely civil. It was not the was middle sister. First. I thought the
0: middle sister was, like, doing all this, like, weird okay, shit behind pause. her eyes.
2: Pause. Did you say true or false, though? I said false. <laughs> okay, that part's accurate. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Your Wait. reasoning was super wrong, though.
0: Okay, so my work was wrong, but I got the right answer. So I feel like I still get credit okay, for Okay,
2: you get the credit. Fine. Intelligent regent
0: Well, okay, so what part, was, what part was false?
2: <laughs> she didn't become a suffragette. She caused a scandal when she wore pants.
0: Yeah. You see how yeah. tricky she is? Yeah. Yeah. And even either- I'm gonna take a drink too, because I feel like I we accidentally both we got that question right. We
1: we co-stumbled
0: yes. through that. It yeah. <laughs> was
1: a co-stumble My apologies no, for being a but terrible I judge. I mean, we get the cocktail still, so I think we all won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough, it is Oh, delightful. just in case okay. anyone's wondering, we make Rachel drink too.
2: Nobody's making that. <laughs> it's a choice. This strong, independent lady who wears pants, I choose. I choose to
1: imbibe on this cabin heaven Ooh. cocktail. All
2: right, so to for what number? We've done one, two, and four. How can I remember the numbers? Oh, because I'm really good at algebra.
0: I would oh,
2: like... <laughs> <laughs> your, your
0: ability to competently do algebra Cost you a Beth, fucking That's what throne, Alice Brown means,
2: by the way. You lost
0: a royal title. God
2: damn it. Can we phone in the prince and ask? <laughs>
0: Kevin, can hey, you guess, we... William?
2: <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Kevin! Get William on the phone. <laughs> you know Kev. Come on, Kev. Come on, Kev. I know you know him. All right, so you've got three, five, and six. Left. I would like three, please. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. All right, true or false? Lady Edith. That's is... the middle one. She is the sad middle sister. <laughs> can never find love because she's kind of awkward and boring but she's got she's got a slaming body
0: she really does she
2: really like rewatching the series I was like damn Edith can get it yeah
1: okay not the hair though that hair um, no the hair cut no. that's no. not her
0: fault though that's like the style of the time and she just I don't know she didn't have enough she was brands. the only one
1: with that style yeah. at
0: that time
2: but anyway she anyways. was a pioneer Edith managed <laughs> we'll call
0: it <to> that to <laughs>
2: snag a man yes older Lord Antony mm. yes And they, he's equally boring, even though he's, like, not a bad-looking guy, but he's equally as dull, like, oh, let's go look at a church. (laughs) That's what Edith says. (laughs) In exactly that voice.
1: That was code for something. (laughs) That means let's fuck in the crypt.
2: (laughs) Well, listen up, sir. They decide they're going to get married. Mm -hmm. So they go through, and there's the wedding, and Edith is like, walking down the aisle and Lord Antony's like, my bitch. He leaves her at the altar. True or false? Topher is very quick with his hands. What do you say? False. Okay, you want to tell me why?
0: Because Mary distracts him before the wedding How? happens. How? With her feminine wiles, obviously. <laughs>
2: She like, pulled her skirt and just, like, hey. She, she did not sleep
0: with him. She just, like, sort of flirting with him. She just pointed at
2: it and was, and like, hey, was It was some hey, sort man. of an outdoor
0: picnic situation, too. She's, like, oh, I got with like, my
2: pants. Wink. <laughs> oh, no, I spilled
0: honey syrup all over my JJ Yeah, it was something like that.
2: So you're nice. going with false.
0: I'm going with false.
2: Okay. Topher's wrong.
0: There wasn't Congrats. a wedding.
2: Congrats to Andrea. Tober, you drink up. I
0: am gonna drink up. I I need to hear an explanation. Okay.
2: celebratory stuff. <laughs> celebratory stuff.
1: So it's the most fun game ever.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Edith was left at the altar by Sir Anthony or Lord Anthony. Really? I don't know what his title is. I I forget I thought he just lost interest. Well, was he this- did. He lost interest the day of the wedding.
0: I I thought he had a reasonable thing, like losing interest.
2: He's like, oh no, I'm too old. And then he leaves her there.
0: Or just, you know, had ADHD (laughs) or something and wasn't properly medically attended to.
2: Well, did they have that in like 1915? Oh, they had it. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Did they? They did. Did they?
0: Just because it wasn't diagnosed doesn't mean they
2: didn't have it. Did they? Five or six? Six. Okay, all right. Ooh, it's coming down to the end, and then we'll go back. All right, so we haven't talked about the servants yet in Towson Abbey. We've only talked about uh, the rich people. They call <laughs> them cook.
1: They call them employees. Okay, so we Fear have my the help.
2: all right, so we forgot that we talked about that. I'm fine timber. So they're servants. So early on they had a maid oh God.
0: Domestic engineer.
2: Yes. Played by Rose Leslie from Downton Abbey and Game of Thrones. She was the right, cute redhead.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fun fact, I have never seen Game of Thrones.
2: What? Okay, that's Wait, a was she, conversation. Is
1: she the one that's married to Kit Harington?
2: Yes. Again, this is all separate so conversation. Pretty. that we will have. So pretty. We will have. All right. So she plays the maid, Gwen, who's like, I don't want to be a maid no more. But match not the Cockney accent, not Southern somehow. I know <laughs> I, so and like then that. it led
0: into a very beautiful musical number as well about, I don't want to be a maid no more. Maid no more. Maid no more. Yeah, I remember that scene.
2: <laughs> what's, the next, what's the next line?
0: I don't want to be a maid no more.
2: It's just that one line repeated?
0: Because I should be rich.
2: Oh, that's fair. Well, she decides that it's like, hey, I don't want to be a maid. I want to be a secretary. So I'm gonna learn how to type clickety-clickety clock. Clickety, is that true or false?
0: All that right, true. Andrea,
2: that it's that true. Was very fast.
0: That was very fast. True.
2: All right. Do you have any reasoning as to why you say true? Because I remember it. Yes, toe totally drinking. Right? And totally I will
1: say legit. this: I literally remember that because I'm drinking the same kind of cocktail I was drinking during that episode. See? Gin oh my god, it works. Real serious <laughs> gin brain, it's real. It's gin brain. Yeah.
2: So, if you're setting for,
1: for a test, Drink maybe a your driving test, I'm just drinking a whole bunch of gin. Yes. Yep. Help you remember how so to drive. So, go 100%. in <laughs> <laughs> to learn how to drive.
2: Go ahead and get your first DUI out of the way.
0: Listen, if you stay <laughs> drunk, you ain't gotta get drunk. All
2: right. That's <laughs> two first free advice to you. All right, Andrea, congratulations. We have one more question now for our cross examination.
1: It's number five,
2: right?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. Good job. Who, who also being drunk. You guys do know that I study mechanical engineering. <laughs> I did not know that. Oh, oh really? that's a fact. Maybe you should have led with that. Andrea. What up. the Fuck. I'm not gonna shout out the college because I hated it, but I did love engineering.
2: <laughs> it was St.
1: Andrews. Oh, it wasn't. No.
2: Were we there? Were we rivals?
1: I dated William. (gasps) He said that I was better at algebra.
2: Oh. (laughs) Oh, We're going to fight after the
1: podcast. All right, number five. It's going to be my body in the freezer. So many bodies in so many freezers. What's a girl to do? We
2: can keep track? Introducing Super Freezer.
0: (laughs) Oh, what a great infomercial. Okay, we're also going to go ahead and say that that's ours. Nobody will steal it.
2: Nobody can steal that idea. Thank you.
1: Endorsed by Bobby.
2: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So in season four.
1: Features a unique stacking system. I'm sorry, I'm done.
2: (laughs) 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 Season four did feature a unique stacking system. There's like stacking actors. They're like, why are we doing this? Like, don't worry
1: about it. It's for cross-promotion purposes. It also
0: kind of puts a whole new meaning to the term CRISPR.
1: (laughs) Stop. There's a collection plate at the bottom.
2: Okay, we're getting back (laughs) on track. (laughs) All right. So season four, Robert Lord Grantham starts to get the hots in his downstairs business for a maid named Elizabeth.
1: And
2: he fathers a secret child by her. But because he does not have a male heir and this child happens to be a boy... It throws into like, oh, who's going to an at Downton?
0: All so that who, camp- who, who was that? Who was that that just said that? Kevin.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think he was alive then.
2: Kevin is beyond our <laughs> space and time.
0: Is Kevin a time
2: Kevin transcends all. <laughs> all right, none of you are raising your hands, so both of you are about to lose on this.
1: Oh, someday. I'm totally gonna lose if I try to answer. Wow. Because okay. I think it's <laughs> false. I think it's false too, honestly.
0: That was that a go answer, good answer. Yeah.
1: Okay, so <laughs> we'll
0: both bear their at so the brunt of the punishment me exactly. <laughs> Tell me why? Because I don't feel like he would do that. He was an honorable man.
2: Wait, did not mm. he have the kid? Was that real? Well, it wasn't his choice. It was the oh, maid's choice. No, did and and she not...
1: really have a baby though? Well,
2: we don't know yet until I tell you. How do I not remember this? I, think
1: I that feel like is I remember a pretty that. Pretty big storyline that. Yeah.
2: It was false. Our fact checkers. Okay.
1: Well then, share me, me, and me. we will both take a solitary step
2: together. So it was. It was false. Although there was like a plot line where Lord Grantham like kissed on a maid.
1: He did. I remember. It's called macking
2: on a maid. Actually, it's called snogging. If you're really British, trademark that. My God. Guy, you clearly have not been in touch with Kevin recently.
0: He won't return my phone calls. <laughs> now you know.
2: Because you called it macing, he's like, "Oh no!" Now a mac, mac is in
0: like, oh, the rain.
2: <laughs> so yeah, but Lord Grantham was like kissing on the maid, and she's like, "Oh, I'm poor. I need help for my child." He's like, "Okay, here's money," and like that was it.
1: That was the whole fucking plot line. She was definitely a gold digger.
2: But she's yeah. like, "Oh, Lord Grantham." Your lips taste like raspberry. I don't know. Raspberry. Ras- raspberry jam
1: on a. Biscuit. I don't, I don't. We're clearly <laughs> experts on the one, here. Apparently. Um, They're not right. going to let us into the country
0: after this. You realize that. They already won't right now, so it's fine. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well,
2: that's true. Plus, we all have warrants out for arrest. Yes,
0: <laughs> it's because of the bodies in the freezer.
2: We've called this true crimes, but the real crime has been the murders that we've committed this whole time.
0: <laughs> I think the real crime is not pardoning us.
2: Cheers to that, tofer All right, so I'm impressed. Fact checkers, who won our cross-examination?
1: Andrea! Andrea, yay! Woo! I'll take it. Andrea, yay! congratulations. It's gin brain. I owe it all to the... T- thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. I accept this award. <laughs> and I thank High Clear Castle Gin for gin brain. Yes, as one should. And I'm holding a bottle of vermouth. I'm not even holding the gin. No, but... <laughs> <laughs> it was so, a easier to pick up. Yeah. I think... That we need to
0: have the next cross-examination, which is pitting the two of us against each other. However, okay. I'm almost out of cocktail, and so I feel like That's- maybe we should each get to choose which cocktail okay. we would like her to.
2: I you choose first because I'm gracious.
1: Gracious. husband. actually, I kinda <laughs>
2: just want more gin.
0: It tastes <laughs> so good.
1: Okay. I feel like
0: that's a a reasonable request.
1: Just lean back and I'll just pour that baby right on in.
0: No, Rachel's going to let me do body shots off her.
1: Woo, body shots. I will have more of
2: the winter one because I see there's more right in front of me. It is.
1: It's probably a little diluted, though. That's okay. Which is like my personality. Just kidding. Thank
2: you. (laughs) This is lovely. And Andrea, what are you having right now for our quiz portion?
1: I am going to have the rest of that. I like this little cabin cocktail. It's so good. I mean, it's like 70 degrees outside and it's like mid-December, but... You know. But, you but know, a
2: fireplace. Dream. I mean. You got a nice leather-bound book in front of you. are curled up in a nice little armchair.
1: Lord Grantham's laid out on my bearskin skin rug.
2: <laughs> Lord Grantham? Interesting joy Wow. Oh. Okay.
0: We just learned something about you. And
2: Andrea likes the <laughs> older dudes. <laughs> I think that's it's-
1: new. Oh, I'm a gold digger, too. Oh. oh ooh, ooh, ooh.
2: new New quiz. Yes, artist. ma'am. New quiz. New quiz. Who from Downton Abbey would you hook up with? I was
1: about
0: to propose that.
2: Okay, so who would you say?
0: Um, it's hard because, I mean, there's so many viable options. Mm-hmm. I mean, I also love a rich daddy figure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I think that Lord Grantham is definitely up there.
2: Okay, even though he's a um, fucking idiot because he loses the family's fortune. Yeah, he wouldn't do, do that if I were in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're fiscally responsible hmm. enough to manage that. I'm so sorry, Chopper. <laughs> you would spend the money on gin.
0: Not if we were in making wine. it ourselves. I'd be like, we're not gonna buy gin anymore. We're gonna make gin on the property. <laughs> I know it can be done because I've seen into the future, but in two thousand nineteen <laughs> um I yeah, I would say either Lord Grantham or the one token. Gay character that was like villainized.
1: Thomas the servant.
0: Yeah, I just kind of want to like.
1: Hate he's an game. asshole. Well, okay, that's fair. He does. He does have the soft side though. Remember the soft side that came. I in? don't want a soft side. He,
2: he did He it like that All right, so wh- who would you go for? It? it would be
1: the bad boy, which is Thomas? Thomas. Yeah, even though
2: he's not into ladies. Even though he's
1: not into ladies, I could change a man. Okay. She changed you into a gin lover. She did. I next yeah. thing I know,
0: I'm going to be straight.
1: Who knows? <laughs>
2: You know, my choice, I'm gonna have to go classic. I'm gonna have to go vintage. The Dowager Countess. Yes! Maggie, Maggie Smith. Smith! What is a weak hit? Yes. Yes. do love her? You would have fun mm. with her. We would oh, all have fun with Maggie Smith. That would be
0: fun. I want yeah. her to be, like, my best
1: friend, my mother-in-law, my Lovers. wife, Lovers. my love, yeah. She would, which I have a My like daddy. we would, like, be totally out mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. But... Here's the question left on the table. Do you want Maggie Smith at Hogwarts? Or do you want Maggie Smith at Downton? Why not both? I was gonna say, I think that we should have a schedule. <laughs> summer, we have summer at Downton and we'll spend our winters over at Hogwarts. Yes. So Maggie Smith- I don't know what that accent was. <laughs>
2: just I wasn't
1: up. gonna bring it up. It's I don't Kevin-ish. I mean. It's Kevin-ish. We'll just blame
2: Kevin for yeah.
1: it. God, Kevin. You Kevin and your calls. influence, your ginfluence. Ginfluence. That just happened. So I fun. know that Maggie Smith
2: is listening. <laughs> Clearly.
1: <laughs> She's so
2: okay. Maggie, please tell us which one of us you would like to have sex with, because we would really appreciate your feedback on this question. And one of us may be sad, but the other will be happy.
0: I, I don't yeah. know where to go. Okay. Yeah. All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next cross-examination,
2: hey, next please. next cross- Oh, God.
1: I, I need to whoop her ass. You do realize that these are not Downton questions.
2: Well, I'm going to
1: lose. These are gin questions. I'm going to lose. I'm no. probably not a creator, to be honest. I made them quite simple. Okay, are so the rules the same raise our hand? I think that since this is an audible thing, I think okay. both of you should have a noise that you make.
2: Okay, let's just surprise, hey, let's just surprise each other with our noises. Okay. So
1: we okay. don't want to hear them ahead of time. Okay, we'll That's surprise each other I will identify after the first sound that each of our contestants makes. That's so
2: that the am very unpleasantly sexual. It feels like a first date. I can just surprise somebody
1: with my noise, and
0: I haven't had a first date in like seven years. So. Because, because
1: married, you're man. happily married. Happily
2: married. Yeah. Fact checkers agree. To a
0: gorgeous no, creature. All
2: right. <laughs> oh
0: can we get to steal
2: um oh, is it tr-
1: okay is that true false or like multiple so tries? there is two true false okay. okay so i'll save those for the last two okay to see if there's a runoff mm. boom, boom, boom. okay all right so i'll start with the yes and you can steal okay i love this steal idea
2: Okay. You know your noise? She's
1: going to knock me off the couch. I will
2: probably point. hate you. Do you know your noise?
1: Way. I don't.
0: I'm just going to let it come to me in the moment.
1: <laughs> okay. A moment. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All gonna right. Just pass on that. So, mm-hmm. do we want to start with the hard questions first? Or the easy questions? No. You start a little easier. Oh, are you sure?
2: Okay. I was going to we're smart, so we can start with hard ones. But <clears throat> okay.
1: <clears throat> it's called hubris, Rachel. Hmm. All right, yeah, Maggie I Smith, ready. if you're ready. <clears throat> what is the one ingredient that must be in all gin? Me. <laughs> She made the noise. She you did not the make noise. a noise.
2: <laughs> and I am
1: so intrigued to know that your noise is me. <laughs> like, I'm wondering if this is like a climax thing. Me! <laughs> oh, that would be so great if it were, Rachel. I would have so much respect for you. no.
2: So much fucking oh, respect. No. Oh no.
0: I like where this is going. I feel happy right now. <laughs> it's the gin. Okay, it's our fact checkers are,
2: are saying that is not accurate. <laughs> How dare both of you? <laughs> okay. okay prove it. What are we <laughs> saying? What are we saying? What's the question <laughs> again? <laughs> oh my
0: god,
1: she doesn't even know the answer. That's not fair. Juniper. 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 That is Woo! correct. Up. That is very correct. correct. That is so correct, it's wrong.
2: <laughs> Me. Toby's <laughs> just sad because he forgot. I he had to make a noise. I had to make a noise. <laughs> <laughs> he's raising his hand. He's like, <laughs> Which is also what I
0: do in the bedroom.
2: You just raise your hand. And like, it, to be happening. On. Should we ask the fact checker? Fact <laughs> <back> checker says <laughs> that is accurate. Yeah. Ooh. I'm like, can it be accurate. my turn? Oh. No, you don't think. You can you just like, wait? Raise your hand and wait impatiently to be called. on. you're like, Ugh. I'm like, wave your hand around, like, come on, but you don't say anything. Just like, um, Topher, do you have a question?
0: It's a bunch of questions, a statement at this
1: point. All right, next one. <clears throat> so this is a special question because I'm going to ask you a question, and you get bonus points for. An add-on. Ooh. Ooh. But if you get the first part wrong, then you don't get to answer the second part. <clears throat> and okay. do you remember, Topher? No I raising to, of the hand. I have to make a sound. I mean, you can raise you your hand, but you have to make a sound. You can't take me sound. because I've already claimed it okay. Rachel already has <laughs> me. Okay. Okay. What percentage of alcohol, at a minimum, does gin need to be bottled at, according to the European... Not Perfect, Topher. And what is your answer, my dear? It's thirty-five.
2: That is incorrect, my dear. Ooh, I'm gonna say forty. That is incorrect as well. It's thirty. Am I closer? Wait, Price is Right rules. Is <laughs> is
1: Over or right, under? You guys are literally We're, split. So it's thirty-seven point five percent. Why I think I win that one? I don't as think. As that's an expert on algebra, case. I win that one.
2: Drink, Kevin. <laughs>
1: Can we fund William? <laughs> he bit- doesn't
2: he doesn't know maths. That's why he passed on. <laughs> he me. doesn't
0: know the maths.
2: Fact checker, who's who wins?
1: <laughs> well, we have a follow-up. Oh. oh okay. okay. Alright. Same question, but okay. not by EU standards, but US standards. <laughs> We're changing our sounds. <laughs> wow. I have a feeling that that is what it comes out during climax. Yep. <laughs> From Topher. <laughs> um. We are, are you a motorcycle, like, revving up? I would say a lawnmower. <laughs> a lawnmower better call <laughs> Or <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> a
0: chainsaw. Or a chainsaw. Depending on the mood.
2: I don't want to know how much blood is involved. Depends
0: on how I, you want to slice it in
1: babe. I didn't think that we were taking this toward learning bobbin, but you just did that. Well, <laughs> so, there's I'm very said <laughs> uh, It's I 40. That's true. What's that? 40. 40. That's what I said. That is correct. But that's for the US, not the EU. I feel like... I feel, I feel like you got a, it wrong. I can be tricky too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Next one. Next question.
2: So so far we're tied, correct?
1: Yes, we are at a tie. Yeah. Fact checker so that's right. Okay.
2: All one right. and one.
1: All right. All right. Juniper itself actually comes from the berries of what kind of tree? Me. And the answer is Rachel. Evergreen. That is true, my dear. Woo! Take a drink. That's very true, my dear. Juniper mm-hmm. is communis, and not all of them are edible. So if you're in the woods and you see one, please don't eat it. So don't go eat trees in woods. PSA. So wait, I I got
0: confused. I thought you wanted like a specific answer. Evergreen was the.
1: I just asked what kind of tree, my dear. Do you want to go super? super Sounds green? like somebody's a sore loser. I'll take the drink. Not get the the drink. drink. Yet. That's fine. Later, on our next podcast, <laughs> what did you find in the super stacker? <laughs> the freezer for murderers. Yes. Um, next question, please.
2: Okay, next
1: Ooh, question. This is becoming...
2: Very so just to so recap, um, fact checker, I am winning, right? <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: It's very important for Rachel because she draws her identity from this.
2: No, I'm just better. <laughs> Damn it. I will say
1: that the tension is growing. You can cut it with a butter knife. <laughs> Okay. okay. Question number four. Yes. Okay. What gin, which was founded in 1793, is still in production today and is the only gin of its type? Ooh. Oh Imagine me! That's is that your new buzzin'? Yes. And, the and it was
0: said in a deeper tone. Me. <laughs> uh, it's Old Tom.
1: This is not true. You are very incorrect, my dear. Ooh. Okay. All
2: right.
1: Um. Beef. Eater. No. no I was
2: stupid. I, I was you. stupid. It was Plymouth.
1: It's Plymouth. Plymouth. Yeah. That's I, so had, stupid. Why, why would I say that? Why would I say Old Tongue? I literally saw a light bulb flash above your head. Plymouth. What? But what year? Seventeen fifty. 1793.
2: Mm, yeah. That's after America. I'm gonna say that's wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are several different gin styles out there, but Plymouth is like the only one that. Are so there
2: famous. or am I right? Once again. <laughs> Fact checkers are saying no.
1: Fact checker's like
2: no. <laughs> okay, so now fact checkers, we are tied.
1: <laughs> Our fact checker is choking. Ladies and gentlemen, he is choking. We are fact tied, I think. Be... But he didn't. I, get re- it. He didn't I re-stole it. it though. You know, he did re-steal it. Okay, okay, so. okay, okay. Rachel, did you take a sip?
0: And if we're following British <laughs> All imperialistic right. rules. Are you, are allowed, you are allowed to take something, lose it, and then re-steal it.
1: Is that only allowed in Britain?
0: Well, it's most imperial. It's all Western Europe. Yeah.
2: And that's how it works, right?
0: You have Western European rules. <laughs> wow, wow, Western European.
2: The Western European rules! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Woo! Yeah. That was perfect. <laughs> all right. All right, so... Oh, so this is a tiebreaker because we are tied... And I'm going to tell you that Topher's going to get this next one. Well, that's not fair. Well, it's not my fault. You made the quiz. <laughs> but I didn't know that he was going to know this. <laughs> oh, um, so what is the correct term for a sweetened gin? Me. Old sweet baby gin. Oh my gosh, you have half of it right. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Old Tom gin. Old Tom gin. Can we take a segue
0: for a second and talk about Old Tom Gin? I can drive a segue. I do fall that out so many of I my
2: wrong answer.
0: So Old Tom Gin mm-hmm. really gained popularity mm-hmm. in around 1736. And Very specific. Because at that point, so gin uh, was becoming this huge thing
2: mm-hmm. that was
0: being produced in about 15,000 Different distilleries across England. Oh, at this unlimited! Point. Yeah, unlimited. because they weren't taxing on it, and there were no regulations.
2: And that it was, seems like very poor planning on the
0: government.
1: Yeah, there. the monarch did not do a good job with no. that one. And so then all of a sudden, 1336,
2: King George the Second. Fact checker. So what do we say? They say yes. Thank you.
1: Then all of a sudden, they started
0: imposing <laughs> these levies and taxes on people who were making gin, and so it became this thing where you'd walk through the streets of London mm-hmm. and you saw a black tabby cat that had its paw out and you would put...
1: Not uh, a real cat. Not a real cat, like yeah. A like cut a, out of a cat. Yeah,
0: like a just
1: statuary. This sounds made up, but okay. And, oh, it's totally
0: wait, true. You would put a coin in the slot. You'd
2: and say, oh, I want me gin.
0: Exactly,
1: okay. very Oliver okay. twist. Okay.
0: And then the bartender inside <laughs> would see the coin <laughs> yeah. and he would pour a shot of gin. Old Tom gin. Old Tom gin that would come through the cat's paw into
1: the
0: receptacle that
1: you had. Yeah, sexist.
2: Okay. So people, okay, so if I understand correctly, and I do, people would put gin inside a cat,
1: No, baby, no.
2: Oh, honey, no. And you would just, like, put a coin for the cat and then drink out of it?
1: No. So you're, like, walking down an alleyway, and you see this, like, cutout of this black cat Mm -hmm. on the wall. Mm -hmm. And you, would like, deposit a coin. Mm -hmm. And then you would wait for just a moment. And then out of the cat's paw is a tube, and it would literally just be a shot of gin that comes, like, right down this Mm -hmm. tube. Yeah, you you have your cup ready.
2: Why? Okay, my questions. If gin was not regulated, why the the whole like rigmarole of like a fake cat is...
0: Because at this point, they, no, this is when they started doing it. There were actually riots in the street when they started regulating gin because yeah. people had not had any kind of any regulations. Um, and so, having the old time gin was it was like the very first form of like a speakeasy kind of situation. Can and it sounds really back? cool, except <gasps> that it was coming out of a lead
2: pipe. Well, that's their fault. So. It's just an extra kick. You should have learned about lead. <laughs> Joke's on you, old time people. Okay. New new idea for Jen. We go to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, I love this already. We put tubes beside the animatronic <gasps> creatures the j- the on stage. stage. Yes. 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 Andrea knows where this is going.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And we just go up to them and like throw coins at them. We don't... Oh, no. Tickets because we're at t- Chuck E. Cheese. So we throw our tickets at them, which is a gentler thing so it's not violent and then they just give us gin
0: and just like i'm pouring myself some more wine.
2: investors yeah. are you in i'll give you ten dollars fact- right now ten dollars <laughs> fact checkers what do we say great idea or greatest idea yeah greatest idea they
1: agree they are literally applauding us
2: they are investing right now they are purchasing the copyright i guess that's how copyright is i don't know i really don't know A registered trademark?
1: I don't
2: know. Who knows? It's a mystery. It's like fairies. Nobody really knows. It's ours. That's all. We call dibs. we all super stacker. (laughs) We all call dibs on freezers for dead bodies, scented candles for gin, and animatronic gin dispensers. You've heard
1: it all. Sounds like a very fun night. Kind of like a. Escape room gone wrong. <gasps>
2: Ooh, that would be sick. So
1: Look, crazy. I'm trademarking that idea. You get drunk and kill people. Escape room <laughs> gone right. With animatronic music. You invite a terrifying you hate. escape room. But I don't I, want to Oh you no, like, it
2: was the escape room. I don't want to
1: mice playing. I want like a possum and like an armadillo. You know? Like, like in a goofy movie? with Lester's
0: Possum Park. Honey, I never watched that. <laughs> okay, well, it's a Disney movie, so you should probably take that tone. There goes my childhood
1: right there. <laughs> okay, so we
0: have one more question, okay, right? Okay, the
1: animals of your choice.
0: We have three more questions.
1: Do we? Yeah. I forgot. We do. We're, we're sitting at, oh, Tober. Oh, oh, fuck. Topher's this is right. your chance to tie it up, though. But I don't think either one of you are gonna get this. Uh-oh. This is a very hard question. Okay. okay. Very hard. Mm. I don't even think our fact checker is going to get this bad boy. Okay. When did the London centralized gin craze begin and end? Me. Oh, i mean. Me. Oh, sweetie. I don't know. I mean, these are very confidently. Give me
2: 1740. After all, the animatronic cats did not work out well. No. Topher.
0: I think that I got my, my dates wrong.
2: Mm. I think so this gross. was in the
1: 17. 30s. I need a beginning and an end. Give me that. Seventeen forty
2: 1740 to seventeen forty-two.
1: Wrong. Seventeen thirty-six to seventeen to nineteen
0: eighty-one. Definitely not. Okay. I don't remember the end of it. I don't know
1: how long. He point. was going for that part. Twenty to fifty-one. So seventeen twenty to seventeen fifty-one. Weird, right? So that. 1751 was actually take when
2: drink, they
1: started regulating. Take right? a drink. I'm so glad you told me to make these hard because I love when they drink. Now we're sitting at three and two. I have two, two okay. lightning round true false questions. Oh, okay. okay. So whoever can get both of these will take the win. Oh uh, well. <clears throat> okay. All right. True or false. Gin must have a minimum of five botanicals, including juniper, in its blend. Me. Me. True.
2: False. You know it, temper.
1: False. You only have ball. to have juniper. Example, Bar Hill. Beautiful gin. Distilled from honey. I don't get an extra point, because I didn't steal it. Nope. Yeah. Correct. He stole it. No. Nope. No, give him the point. No, I, you can't, can't I can't steal. I can't steal a true or false. Let's, let's
2: no. be fair, because he was right, and I was not.
1: No.
0: <laughs> I would have been right, but I don't get stolen this.
2: Okay, so if I can okay, okay. So if I can correct, we will be tied. Yeah, and you then she'll
1: so just have to think of a new question. Fair. Which I'm very good at.
2: Fair, okay. Here we go.
1: All right. Are we ready? Mm-hmm. Ready. Gin can only be distilled from barley. Me. Oh. False. Awesome. False. Yeah. You okay. can distill it from anything.
2: I meant to say false, but Topher rang in. He stole my ring and answer. If you can get your spotted dick trousers to ferment, you can distill that shit from that. That's it. Topher's issue,
1: not mine. <laughs> 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 oh, my questions were mean, weren't they? were I
2: mean. I think you need to take a drink. Those were a good question. Just to, just All right. to, yeah.
1: So I feel like at this mm-hmm.
0: point, it's mm-hmm. time for us to, we've heard two cross-examinations. Yep. It's time for us to deliberate
2: okay we've we've had an expert expert witness
1: how expert was she pretty good yeah like yeah oh, not gonna end up in the super stacker freezer oh we
2: would never oh my no. goodness that's for topher you okay. know what he did you
1: God, i win
0: one quiz. quiz i win one quiz
2: yep exactly and now you know what you've done wrong into the freezer you go
0: all right so mm-hmm. should we are we gonna do a count of three again
2: all right, yes, let's deliver our verdict. So.
0: Three, two, one. Not I'm guilty. guilty. Of
2: course not guilty. This Yay, celebratory sip for all.
1: Celebratory sip. Angela, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you so this, much for having me. You know,
2: I'm not a big gin fan, but obviously now I am.
0: Woo! And yes. I am a big gin fan, and now I'm even more of one. More
2: of an alcoholic. So we really appreciate you coming in and sharing this delightful gin with us. It honestly was delicious. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what else to describe it as because I'm kind of drunk. But it was lovely and fantastic.
0: I concur completely. I would say um, I loved the twists on the cocktails that you did. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll be posting the recipes for those yes. on our social media. So, yes. again... Feel free to come at us.
1: And uh, and if
2: people want to buy high Clarigen, where should they go?
1: We are available everywhere. And if okay. you are in a state that's much cooler than ours, where you can order things from, like, Drizzly, then yes, you can find us on there. Nice. Okay.
2: But, so don't live in Georgia. Pro tip.
1: <laughs> uh, Tower started delivering, which is pretty cool. Oh, okay. nice. They did, as long as okay. you live in their area.
2: Mm. Well, let's do one last toast All right. to True Crimes Against Wine.
1: And thank
2: to you. Adria. And to Adria, thank you for being our expert witness. Thank you all.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Thanks, everybody. Bye. Cheers. Bye.